And now, the hunt for the perfect album. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome back to the hunt for the perfect album. How you doing, mate? I'm good. That's good. I'm I'm a little bit uh, anxious. I'm anxious about this one. Um, we we don't you know really talk to each other about the music before recording. Uh, but you've kind of teased me a little bit uh, in the lead up to this, letting me know that maybe you didn't like this album. So. I don't mean to tease you. Look, we're not always going to like everything we give each other. It's This is a part of, about 100%. discovering new things, learning new stuff. 100%. It's not always going to hit. Um, so I hope we will always be friends. We're always going to be friends, mate. Um, so, um, yeah, courting strong by a band called Martha. Yes. Um, now, look, I, I should preface this by saying I, I'm, I like punk. Yeah. I like kind of garage. Some of my favorite bands are like the Ramones and, yep. you know, I used to listen to like the Descendants. And Who are much Black heavier punk, and, much heavier punk than know, this. It doesn't yeah. need to be polished yep. for me to like it. But I'm not generally a huge fan of the DIY movement. The the yeah, what what sounds like kind of schoolyard band like a. Um, and when I started playing this, it kind like of, that's the sort of sense I got. Is it kind of feels a bit like someone's student band? Yeah, right. Um, um, and that. Yeah, that's kind of the sense I got. I listened to it a second time because um, I know that you're a big fan and I wanted to kind of give it a go. And on the second listen, I fucking loved it. It's really good. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking had me going there, mate. <laughs> now I actually don't know. Now I actually, <laughs> now I actually don't know which side is serious. Like, I don't know um, whether you liked or hated this. No, I, d- I did like it. It, okay. I, it, yeah. I, everything I said is true. It 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 sounds like a student band. They sound like they're about fucking fourteen. Yeah, which they I, might be. I know. This I think is the difference, the and I, I know exactly what you're saying. And I listen to a lot of DIY, and this is this might shock you. This is one of the more polished bands that I listen yeah. to. This to me is in that, and I can't remember how I came across Martha. Like I said with uh, Guppy by Charlie Bliss, I find a lot of music by scrolling related artists on Spotify. Yep. Which 100% is how I found these guys. I can't remember. I may have actually found them through the Charlie Bliss related artists. I suspect it was I probably... I find that hard to believe. I suspect it was probably someone more like Tullycraft. I don't know if you're familiar don't with them, Tullycraft. know them, reminded me a lot of the Zit Remedy from Degressa <laughs> Junior High. <laughs> could, have been, could have been Shonen Knife, who are a Japanese band that I'm a fan of. This is one of the more polished ones. I think for me, what makes Martha... What makes me love them and this album as much as I do, I think their songwriting is much stronger than you get from a lot of other DIY bands. It's very, like I think it's their very production... evocative. Like the, this to me, and I know they're from Durham, I, I assume because this is from like a decade ago. Yeah. And it's their first album. They're their newer album's production teenagers. is a lot better. Yes. But I think um, that even back here, those guitar hooks are fucking well written. I think well, the songs that, are very well written. Yeah. The lyrics are really good and really evocative. Yeah. But I, and I think what I, I, I actually like this about them, which I didn't think I would. The first listen, I was kind of going mm, until about track three. Yeah. 
I did. It, I I once I got to track three on the first listen, I was I was enjoying it. I just okay. thought, oh, yeah. no, I'm not doing this one. <laughs> um, but it, it it the the lyrics, the obviously the the voices themselves. Oh. It feels like a student band. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a look. I'm unapologetically a big fan of Glee. Okay, I loved. Um, uh, I didn't expect to hear Glee come ago. up on this episode. It's, it, there's not a huge. Just the, the the whole high school is making music. Um, yeah, as I said, Degrassi Junior High. That was my jam back in the very back in the '90s, and and their band, the Zit Remedy. Big fan. Um, I love shows and, and movies about up, up and coming bands. So I kind of like the sense that I got from this. It feels like a student band that's come together in high school and they're just doing their thing. Yeah. But they're really good at it because yeah. the lyrics are, they're talking about school. They're talking about their GCSEs. Yeah. They're talking yeah. about uh, one line. And, and you know, I love lines of, of lyrics that pop out at me. You lost your lucky purple lighter on the bus to yeah to Brighton, I think. Brighton, it is. yeah. I yeah. was like that. That jumped out. It was like, oh, oh, what a fucking great line. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I I really enjoyed all of the, the this album. Okay. Um, some songs I I don't think didn't jump out at me as much as others, but by and large, I really enjoyed it. And when it first started, I didn't think I would. So there you go. Nice, nice. <laughs> Okay, so you said that uh, it wasn't really until track three on your first listen that you started enjoying On my first listen, weirdly, uh, track one and two are two of my favourites now. I was going to say, because track two, um, 1997, Passing in the Hallway, is one of my favourites. That's the most school, high school of all of them. it is, it is. That's the one where they actually talk about... Boring, school is totally boring. (laughs) uh, Ayla was singing along with that this (laughs) afternoon in the car. Nice, nice. Well, this and is the, one of those bands for me where I can't help accents, but sing along. The yeah. whole album feels like I'm watching Grange Hill or something. Yeah. It's yeah. brilliant. You Especially, know. I mean... <laughs> jumping ahead well i'll go through the tracks one by one but i'm jumping ahead but one of the ones that just jumped out and made me want to hug it was bubble in my broad stream bubble, yeah <laughs> yep yeah one of the first this songs i heard was uh, voice go is a bubble in my broad stream yeah <laughs>
one of the first songs that I heard from this band was I Miss You and I'm Lonely. I Miss You and I'm Lonely. <laughs> I love to write it out phonetically. I'll sometimes just message Noosk, I Miss You, I'm Lonely. <laughs> I, the first time I listened to that, I thought it was I Miss You and I'm Horny. And I thought, that's not appropriate for high school as well. Then again. All right. Well, okay. Well, let's go through track by track. Then. So, Cosmic Misery, which is the it didn't grab me initially because it, I mean, there was an adjustment period of of it's interesting accents. I re-listened to this childish album today. voices. I think that Cosmic Misery is probably their most polished song on the album. It's the one that to it's, me it's, it's, is it's the very most good. It's one of my favorites punk. now. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I I was I was still getting used to the because the other weird thing and I did read this, they don't have a lead vocalist. Oh they yeah, they all randomly sing. assign oh, yeah, vocals to whatever hear, member of the band wants to fucking do it. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I can't handle this chaos. Pick a fucking role and within some, the group. Sometimes that really works. Like, there's a particular song later on where it switches between male and female, and they actually use those perspectives I will get to that as well. Yeah, because I had one of my old man brain moments where I went, this reminds me of something and it took me about four days to fucking realise what it was. Um, So yeah, Cosmic Misery, I I very much enjoyed. Um, 1997 Passing in the Hallway, as we mentioned, very enjoyable. Yeah. It's literally kids singing about how school sucks, which yeah. is awesome, and yeah. everyone can relate to that. <laughs> um, present Tense is one of my favourites. Okay, yeah. Um, I very, very, very much enjoyed that. Um, and then... Uh, What's after that? Dust, uh, juice, bones, and hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which um, is one of my favourites. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I really like the lyrics of that. That's yeah. the one that goes through, I'm made of water. Yeah, and, I'm, most, and I'm, made I'm mostly of this bones, and I'm, I'm mostly yeah. water, I'm mostly air. Yeah. 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 No, very, very good lyrics. Really, yeah. really like it. I'm mostly Which is one of my favourites. <laughs> Fucking love it. <laughs> that chipmunk voice is just... Not only does it sound like a kid, it sounds like a fucking nine-year-old kid. Um, <laughs> Ayla tried to look up how old they were because we were listening to it again this afternoon in the car. And she's yeah. like... They sound like children, and she's googling. And t- obviously, they're too they're too I obscure mean, to actually I, have Wikipedia well, pages. Yeah, they, yeah. And I do. I listen to a lot of young musicians. These would probably be some of the youngest. But again, yeah. So this album was 2015, I think. They've since released two more full length albums, and I would hu- I was really torn between what album to give you. I actually think their second album, um, "Blisters in the Pit of My Heart." is better oh it's fucking fantastic and their songwriting really elevates there i think i think that's a stronger album but i wanted to give you this one because i think this is a good introduction to martha and i'll definitely i'll I'll definitely check out their other stuff yeah um 
Yeah, as with Charlie Bliss, I'm intrigued enough to want to hear more. Charlie Bliss, I won't because you told me not to, but this, <laughs> these guys, I'll, I'll go and check out the other stuff. Yeah. Um, the move to Durham reason, and never leave. The I, only reason not to listen to more Charlie Bliss is because their style changes so drastically that I, I want to give you that next yeah, album and yeah, hear yeah, your reaction. Said, Whereas yeah, yeah. with Martha, stylistically, they're pretty set. So go yep. ahead and listen to the rest of their stuff. Yeah, it reminded me a little bit of like really early, early Jebediah or something, where it's kind yeah, of rough around the that. edges, and yeah. you kind of can just envisage these guys. They've rolled up the garage door <laughs> and yep. just doing their thing. Yeah. Um, so move to Durham and Never Leave. Uh, I really, really, really liked. That's probably their most punk song. It's their least kind of pop punk and their most kind of direct. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I can see that. Up until this point, my favourite song was the next one, Gin and Listerine. Yeah, okay. Um, probably because it felt the least like kids. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, so, yeah, who, whoever took over vocals on this one, I think their voice had almost broken. <laughs> um, but A, I thought the title was fucking great. Reminded yeah. me of... It's kind of like Gin and Juice, but... Working yeah, class. Yeah. <laughs> Fragments of a memory. Outline for posterity. Tears and arguments. Something to do with a missing bag of diet pills. And super glue. He waits outside the office because he doesn't have ID. And as I recall, this evening ends badly. Soaked in gin and listerine. I do. Their lyrics are so evocative that one of my favourite lines in any song is, I'm jumping ahead here, but I Miss You, I'm Lonely, I think is, for me, one of the best songs on the album. That line about, you know, I, I spent a, a dirty weekend practising my French, you know, when I, when I asked you and Frank over for a monsoon when I meant menage a trois. <laughs> You laughed so hard, you cracked your chin against the bar. Like, I love that line. I think they're it's, such they're, strong writers for such yeah, young people. Yeah, oh, 100%. Um, then we get to probably my favourite, I think. You've, you've said that several times. You've said, you've called several songs your favourite. No, I've said that you one of these, my favourite. I think so worried. <laughs> I think Sleeping Beauty is probably my favourite. Okay. Um, yeah. I th- a, I think, is this the title, as close as they have to a title track? Is this the one that actually says Courting Strong uh, in the... No, the one that says Courting Strong, I believe, is actually Gin and Listerine from memory. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, my, my other favourite. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, 
this one I really I, I love the counterpoint vocals. Yeah. And this is the one that I reminded me very strongly of something else, which I don't have queued up, so I can't play it. But maybe you'll be you can go away and listen to it and tell me what you think later. Yeah. Um, a lot of songs that I came to love as sort of one hit wonder type things in the nineties were things that were used in ads. Yeah. Um, quite often Apple ads. Um, <laughs> and I believe it was one of the early iPod nano ads when they released a whole range of different colored. So the tall skinny yeah, iPod yep. nanos, yep. they had a whole range of colors for the first time. They weren't all white. And they had an ad that was like each of them in a row and they were dripping <laughs> colors down the screen. It looked yeah. fucking incredible. Yep. And they had a track by a band called Chairlift, Chairlift called okay. Bruises. Okay, I don't. You won't know it, it. Yeah. if you didn't go away and Google it after seeing the ad, like I did, to go, "What the fuck was this cool song?" <laughs> um, and find chat groups that were just about songs used in Apple ads. <laughs> you wouldn't know it because it's so obscure. Okay, but go away and listen to that, <clears throat> and then go and listen to Sleeping Beauty. It's got the same male-female counterpoint. There's yeah. a very similar melodic through line. Um, it's it's not punk. It's not, you know, genre-wise it's different. But unlike the Happy Land thing for Charlie Bliss, <laughs> I reckon you'll get this one. Okay, I'll, I'll check um, it out. I'll put it in the, in the show when I edit. <laughs> only do that if it's really apparent that they're similar because I'm sick of feeling stupid with these brain farts. Um but yeah, I, I I do think Sleeping Beauty is my favorite on the album. Yeah, and I'm going to take another 24 hours, listen to the album a few more times um, before I pick the one that's going in the vault for the playlist. Yep. But at the moment, it's Sleeping Beauty. I do like 67, I Miss You, I'm Lonely. Yep. Um, don't feel bad. Um, if I had to pick one that's my least favourite, it's probably So Sad, So Sad. Yeah, okay. I was just going to ask you about that. Obviously, it's probably the most different stylistically in a lot of ways. And it's it's a very long song. This is a very fast-paced, frenetic band. Yeah, most for a of punk songs, band. What the fuck is a six and a half minute song I, I was going to say, because most of their songs are less than three minutes. And then you end mm. on this nearly seven minute track which very even throughout the track it varies we start with the piano the we, ramones and the pistols aren't letting them in the fucking club with that yeah, monstrosity it's not happening <laughs> we, we do get quite a fast frenetic punk uh section of this song and then we end on a, another kind of slow so i actually it's never been my favorite it was funny when i went to re-listen to this album today and i've re-listened to this album millions of times but i did notice that there were about three songs that didn't have the green tick saying that they were in one of my playlists and i was like well that's interesting because they're all songs i really love it was uh move to durham and never leave gin and listerine oh. what? and so sad so sad which even though i i love those songs apparently i'd never put them in a playlist 
and so sad so sad was the only one where i was like i get this not being in a playlist because it's it's well fucking long <laughs> it's 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 long yeah and, and i still really enjoyed it though on a re-listen um and in fact as soon as i finished this album i put the next one on as well i almost said earlier it's so bizarre they're they're kind of i mean i know they're they're, they're obviously very young but they're kind of punky in in temperament yeah. or punk wannabe um and that's reflected in the song length, except for, and I almost said Gin and Listerine, which is really fucking long. And then I looked at it and it's just under four minutes. Yeah. And I went, maybe I looked at it wrong. But no, it's so sad, so sad. But Gin and Listerine is the one that has, the, the, I mean, from memory, it, it anyway, has the variation in inside. Yeah, it does. It's the one yeah. that feels like it should be the long one. But it's actually quite tight. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe that's why So Sad, So Sad it didn't kind of resonate as much because it's long, but maybe doesn't have it enough in it to justify the length. dislike it but i just remember listening to it thinking it's kind of an unfortunate note to end an album on that i've where, where every song's kind of been yeah noteworthy and then you're ending on the one that's not as much yeah totally fair definitely go and and listen to their next album blisters in the pit of my heart and the the <clears throat> title track from that album ice cream and sunscreen is one of my favorites from them but I'm curious to hear what you think of that album because they're a lot more polished on it. It's mm -hmm. less of that kind of schoolyard <clears throat> feeling and yep. much more like a polished band. But I think that they've just improved their songwriting tenfold on it. So Awesome. Nice. All right. Well, how are you? How are you scoring? Courting strong? Then you had me scared Ooh. that we were coming in here for like know, a two a or a three. Fun. I had a lot of fun with those. Every time I sent a message, I thought I should let him down, and then I, I got evil again, and I sent another another. Gift. But it, it is true though. We're not. We're not always going to agree. There's going to be an album at some point that one. Well, of us I've yet, like. I've, I'm about to give you one, and I'm very nervous about it because I love it to bits. So the shoes on the other foot now. You can toy with me all week. Um, Oh, what am I going to give it? I think I'm a seven. Okay, so not as strong as Guppy, but stronger no, than... No, Gupp, I mean, Guppy, Guppy, as you know, I've bought on vinyl. Yeah. We, as soon as I finished playing this through this afternoon, Ayla said, can I put on Guppy again? <laughs> yeah. um, that's that's now entered the zeitgeist for our family. That's, that's yep. a... It, you know, it kind of hurts me that I'm avoiding listening to anything more of them. So we just keep... Replaying fucking Guppy on repeat over and over again. Um, yeah, it's it's not 
but, but very few things are going to reach those heights. And I, yeah. I would expect the stuff I'm giving you, very few things are going to, because yeah. my tastes are not your tastes. We're trying to yeah. find things that in our, in our wheelhouse are such exemplars of, of yeah. what we love yeah. that they'll work for someone who has <laughs> yeah. different tastes. So, um, yeah, it's it could be a seven and a half. I, I you know I will keep listening to it. I did. There's I, I enjoyed all the songs, and every time I listen to it, I'm enjoying it more. So yeah, nice. nice. Um, I would say I I like this more than the old ninety sevens album. Yes. Yep. Um, because with the exception of maybe so sad, so sad, there's nothing here that I'll skip when I'm just listening to it myself. Yeah. Whereas okay. the old 97s, there's tracks that I fucking really like. Yeah. But there are tracks that I will definitely skip. Yep. Fair like enough. Fucking old Birmingham or whatever it's called. <laughs> God awful song. And that, that's what we're on the hunt. We are on the hunt for an unskippable album. So, yep. Yeah. All right. So Which what I couldn't you... even achieve with a four-track album. So it's <laughs> what a are fucking you, what hard are you, ask. What are you going to give me next week? All righty. So I almost gave you this to you last week, but I wanted to make up for the four tracks by giving you something really <laughs> fucking long. Um, I am giving... I don't know if you would be familiar. There was a short-lived sort of post-punk uh, band called the House Martins in the UK. No. They were around from, a, I want to say, like 85 to 87 or something. Very short-lived. Yep. They had two or three albums, but hugely influential. Yep. And the members went on to do bigger and better things. One of them, Norman Cook, went on to change his name to Fatboy Slim. Oh, right. Had a few tracks that you probably have heard. Yep. Um, Paul Heaton, the uh, other sort of main singer and, and others went on and created a band called The Beautiful South. Yes, I know The Beautiful um, South, yeah. Uh, are you familiar with any of their albums? I'm actually not. I know Excellent. of them and I, I've probably heard a couple of songs. Um, but no, I've never heard of I full... am giving you their debut album, Welcome to the Beautiful South. Okay. Um, which, if you've heard any of their songs, you may have heard the first track on the album, but probably nothing else. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of their sound. Um, I think you will appreciate, if nothing else, you will appreciate their lyricism because I think they are fabulous Yep. Paul Heaton particularly is a fabulous songwriter. Um, he's been, you know, journalists have dubbed him the, you know, the greatest unsung songwriter in British musical history and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, he's very, very good and very clever with his writing. Um, there are, over their course, they have had rotating sort of guest female singers. Um, yep. So latter albums have different uh, vocalists uh, alongside um Heaton and uh, his name escapes me but the other guy who does the singing um but they are very very clever they are very very British uh, they're from <laughs> Hull um I can't remember if it's Beautiful South or House Martins who dubbed themselves the fourth best band in Hull um <laughs> after three other bands that no one's ever heard of anymore um but yeah they're very very clever um yeah, I won't say any more. Excellent. I'm interested well, I'm, I'm to looking see forward think. to it. And I'm going to have uh, to start thinking about what album to give <clears> you next week too because I have 
I've got a massive list and I just, I don't know where to go. There's some that I'm like, oh yes, I can't wait to get to that one. But then I'm like, oh. I'm trying, same, and I'm trying to mix, <laughs> I'm trying to mix it up and not have yep. similar things. That's why I didn't have this straight after resisting calm. Not that similar, but yeah. And, and, you know, I wanted to kind of have something completely different and, yeah. and then come to this and well, I then think I've got I a couple of options gonna... for next time. Yeah. I think but I know what I'm going to do next. It depend on what you do because I don't want to put something out I think out that's I'm going to go like with something very, very different. Because so far I've given you two kind of more grungier, heavier albums and, and the alt country, which again leads towards rock. I'm going to give you something softer for sure, but I'm like, in what genre do I go there? <laughs> do I go folk? Hello, do I go, go a cappella? <laughs> like I'm just, I'm just not sure where to go. <laughs> I'm intrigued to find out. <laughs> right. I'm intrigued to see what you think of this because... Yes. Um, the ironic, yeah, we weirdly um, call back to my good friend Kylie, who, who I mentioned last time, last episode as well. She introduced me to this album. Yeah, right. When she, okay. when she and my best mate Scott first started living together, when we were all younger and prettier and thinner, um, <laughs> this was on constant rotation. Nice. Um, the first track, and there's a track kind of about murder. Okay. Um, I won't say anymore because you'll <laughs> discover that. Um, that we just thought were the fucking bee's knees when we were that age. And I still do. So there you nice. go. Nice. Welcome well, to the beautiful South. Listeners, you can find out the answers to all these questions. Do and I like more. this album? What am I going to give Dave next week? You can find all these answers next week. But thank you for joining us. And patrons, thank you for your support. We love you. Again, let us know if you're enjoying these or not. We're not going to stop doing them. Um, <laughs> Hell no! These are my favourite things I do all week. Now, yeah, it's, at some point these <laughs> might take over the main show. Like three hundred eps into we watched a thing, how many more things are there to watch, mate? <laughs> yeah, well, at the moment they're releasing good shit all the time, but it's not going to last. I, I was gonna—I've had an idea for a, a kind of show. We love our lists, and I'm loving doing the music thing. I think it'd be fun at some point to do like a, a playlist based show where it's kind of like a, a countdowny type thing but it's it's more like you know we do a playlist of Britpop or, or a playlist of this and we each do like five tracks um or, so like a, you, the episode is maybe top 10 Britpop and then we start from 10 and each alternate tracks and then we yeah, end up with a 10 track playlist exactly yeah i'm and, so on board for and, that. and even even more like obscure like not just genres you could do you know like road trip songs or yep. songs for break up when, songs songs for when you're cooking a barbecue yep. yeah break up songs I think that that would be really fun at some point because I'm loving doing the albums but I'm like at a certain point we're going to run out of albums well the thing is the, the, the only flaw with the unskippable albums is there's no variation in within the episode <laughs> well there's yeah well they're actually true yeah two flaws um, it, it's more uh, yeah as you say it's going to come to a point where the albums that are unskippable are shit that we each know. Yes. Coming yes. up with an unskippable album that we 100%. haven't come across because we're both fairly broad musically. Yeah. yeah. As, as you found out with Workers' Playtime and I found yep. out with other stuff. <laughs> yeah. You throw these things up. It's like, yeah, of course I know that. It's an unskippable fucking album. <laughs> Everyone knows it. <laughs> True. Yeah. So I reckon um, I reckon we keep that in the back of our mind, a, a playlist, because yep. I think that would be really fun. And that's the kind of thing that fun. you could get guests on for as well. Because you're basically combining a top five episode where we each do our top five whatever songs. Yeah. 
but we alternate and it ends up in a playlist which is yeah, awesome exactly love it yeah i'm so on board yeah love it all right i reckon that's something that we keep kicking around because yeah that's at a certain point especially with the writers strike and, and the actor strike we, we might run out of stuff to watch <laughs> yeah although I've, i do still have about 10 things on my <laughs> tbc required viewing yeah. <laughs> playlist all right well thank you patrons i don't know if any of that will stay in the show but if it does i'll keep it in look it's forward all gold. To it. everything we say is gold all right thanks everybody catch ya.